Hello. What's up? What's up, freak Hang bitches? On <laughs> Hang on one second. Where are my shoes? Um, I was about to call y'all. Wait, am I? Are y'all recording right now? We call in, baby. We're recording, but we haven't started the show. Or call yet. out, I guess. I reckon I'm ready when y'all are. You ready? <laughs> I was one ready. Y'all know what that is? I just I say that every time, and I feel like. That's right. That's that is right. Enoch, are you ready? Oh, I was born ready. <laughs> Wait, what, what is that from? What are you talking about? All right, so there's a there's a boxer named Canelo Alvarez. Of course. He he is from Mexico, <laughs> and he conducts. Though he understands English and speaks a little bit of English, he conducts all of his interviews in Spanish. Um, except there's one uh, boxing podcast that I personally love. State of Combat, shout out to the SSC pod. Uh, and every time he interviews him, he his final question is always, are you ready? And the only thing that Canelo ever says in English, the entire interview is, I was spawn ready. <laughs> he like, he like it finishes every interview. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, something about it, I think it's so tight. That's interesting. Well, I, I definitely assumed it was a German accent from some like diehard spinoff or some shit like that. Well, we made yeah, it less I'm than not, 10 seconds before Enoch started talking about boxing. Jesus Christ. I, I want it on the record that y'all... Uh, look, I want it on the record y'all prompted me. I didn't say, like, hey, like, do you guys want to know anything? You like, literally like, hey, said, do y'all know... You said, do y'all know what that's from? <laughs> you literally <laughs> asked that. But we weren't recording when I asked that. Hey, guys, uh, uh, go ahead and, and ask me what that's from. As soon as we start... Okay, 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 let's, let's hit it. No, 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 no. See, now you're going back on me. That's not what happened. I Y'all... I asked that when we weren't recording. I was prepared to not say it. Y'all didn't say, like, okay, cool, let's bring it up. I was like, never mind, let's just keep going. Welcome to the Nice Price Podcast, episode 66. I hate this or- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be so glad when your new one gets up and running. Oh, man, when, when this is finally the sister podcast <laughs> to my other podcast, love it or hate it, you got to love it. I'm going to be so pleased. Can't wait to be a guest. Ah, we're pretty, pretty <laughs> solidly booked. <laughs> Are you, Let me you check the uh, calendar here. Quentin. I haven't, haven't quite put out an episode, but we're pretty solidly booked there, Matt. So I'm sorry to say. <laughs> Nathan, uh, if you want to be on any time, let us know. <laughs> hey, well, me and Thomas have been working on that theme song. Yeah, I'm stoked for that. I think um, i got the brain trust working on it, and uh, uh, I think it's going to work out really well. Thomas sent over a clip, and now I have to make sure that mine's actually good and not the bullshit I do with Kev for this podcast because, like, Thomas made it real nice sounding. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that's a spicy meatball. You're telling me there's, there's different um, uh, uh, work styles between Thomas, who records every single instrument of his own music, and Kev, who, when you said, Hey, Kev, did you tune your guitar? He said, Hell no, and laughed. <laughs> Uh, yep, yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> also, that was after he he laid down an untuned, wobbly guitar take, and you said, "Hey, Kev, um, <laughs> did you tune your guitar?" He said, ah, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! He, and he said it as if like he had just hit like a perfect drive in golf. 
And you were like, hey, did you play in college? <laughs> and he was like bragging. <laughs> oh, man. You might notice Enoch sounds a little different. That's right. Yeah. He's, not, he's no, uh, longer, no longer with us. But in, where, where, where are you? I have passed. I'm no longer with him. Um, I am in, believe it or not, Weaverville, uh, lovely bucolic Weaverville, North Carolina. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the something capital of something. I'm sure. Huh. Uh, no, it is a, it, it is a itself a tiny town, but it is, um, so close to Asheville, North Carolina, that plenty of people don't even know that it's not the same thing. Right. A lot it's, of it's the uh, Garner. The Garner to South Raleigh. When you're looking up Airbnbs for Asheville, you get a ton of Weaverville listings. And it's like, nope, don't want that. But there's a lot of like old charming like rental spaces in Weaverville that they throw on there. So yeah. Yeah, it's close. it's now um I mean it has like a, a very classic like uh old downtown. Um and then it has it's so close like I mean, you could like if you took the wrong exit you would end up in Weaverville. Like it's not it's you could be trying to go to the mall in Asheville and end up in Weaverville, it's so close. So for some Bun- people, it is like a nice um, alternative. Buncombe County. That's uh, the one. I'm trying to find some uh, tidbits, bits of tid. You see our uh, speedway here. You see a track, a racetrack. I th- Here's one thing. I uh, thought that my mom worked there when I was a kid for most of my life. And at some point, because when we lived in Asheville, I was born in the mountains. We lived there till I was like five. And uh, she worked as a weaver at a place, at like an art, <laughs> at art store. I see where this is going. She would teach classes, you know, like one of those little stores where like she would have like huge tapestries and do like rugs and placemat sets and like teach weaving classes and all that stuff like that. And um, uh, I just, I guess as a three to five year old assumed that she was driving to Weaverville every day and then later in you know life, to do her weaving it like turned into a real thing in my brain and like later in life she was like no i've never worked there what are you talking about <laughs> i mean it's not a crazy thing to think if you're a kid very literal uh, i can't find any uh like nickname or the the birthplace of this or the capital of that just weaverville baby should have had a L- love Paris it or leave song. it yeah i'm sorry <laughs> Should have had Rachel's parents on. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about Weaverville. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fred could be the one. I, I believe this is the only place he has ever lived his entire life, with the exception of when he went to college in Cullowee. Um, I think he left Weaverville to do that, and then came right back to Weaverville. Nathan does know a little bit about that. I do. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, he could almost just lift it back and forth. Like that's not that's not the worst taxi fare. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure he did. I mean, he spent. You know, he was doing his thing on there. He probably knows everybody here. I guess. Um, that you'd call it sleepy, um, quiet, historic uh, yes. is probably a word. Um, lots of places to walk, like I'm doing right now. I'm walking around the neighborhood. Um, they recently got a bar. I think it's the first one ever. It's like a pizza place that sells beer. I believe it's the oh, first bar they've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going down there now to get a I'm, knock back some Tito's. Uh, the, and then um, the Wikipedia page, and in the second paragraph of the history, they just start listing when the high school and middle schools opened. <laughs> So, <laughs> not a ton of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure it mentions when electricity happened, too. Like, it was, it's all within reason. <laughs> so, did anyone get any feedback on last week's episode? I did. I, I heard a couple things. Feedback, feedback. I, I'll say, I'll say uh, this. No one, no one that I talk to thinks that Enix completely insane. 
but I, also, I haven't talked or to at least at least not for this reason <laughs> yeah. i'll take it um but i did talk to some people who were like that song that's i like that sound it doesn't bother me i enjoy this record yeah I, I, the more i so I, li- I went back and listened to this record. i got halfway pranked by uh former guest on the pod dilly the kid he came in the store and was like hey matt told me to check this thing out and he's like dougie pool and i was like son of a gun but I played it, and then he left 10 seconds later, so then I was stuck with it. I listened to it some more again. Um, I that was on me. Agree. I planned that whole thing out. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that would be like a really funny prank. You just kept sending people in. Oh, you and know like, what? I'm meeting like, my mom at uh, Penn Station Subs. You got to later. <laughs> yeah. Or like, hey, next time you're nice, price, just mention you've been trying to listen, check out that Dougie Pool. Don't even mention that, Matt, that I told you, and then I just keep having to play it. Um, anyhow, we had a uh, – so I listened to it more. I still can't – like – to clarify, it's not just that sound that I cannot stand, which I cannot stand, but it's that sound in this context, which is like if it was if, if there was a moment where there was like a break in the song and the band and they went to that sound or something, but the way it's in the mix with these songs, I find it it's just like a it's just a blanket over everything and it like obscures everything for me. Uh, I stand by that. Uh, I, I actually feel I like the songs more than I did. I dislike the sound even more than I did. So my feeling has only like gotten more deeply rooted, but I just sort of like the song. I, now I'm even madder about it because I actually like the song even more than I used to. And now it really makes me mad. The sound has ruined it for me. Well, if you're somehow listening for the very first time, um, th- this is a weird episode to get a first taste. Shame on you. We're, we're referring to <laughs> Dougie Poole freelancers blues covered last week. Yep. And I also, think that, also if you have, if this isn't your first one, no one will be shocked to find out that Enoch kind of has digging in on his opinion and thinks that it's even more valid now. <laughs> so, listener, I have no idea what he's talking about. Anybody wants to check it out, covered extensively in the last episode, but I think that uh, everybody that has heard it or texted me about it said something along the lines of, I know that sound, I, I, I hear what he's saying, I, I like it. Or didn't mention that aspect of it at yeah, all. They yeah. were just like, hey, I really like this record. Mm. Uh, That's good. Sh- shout here off, shout post- on to John post- Curley. In general, yeah. or uh, sure. <laughs> you know, it's it's mixed, really, because you're, oh, you're in his like neck to, of the woods. Yeah, you'd like to say shout out because he's um, someone I really like and care about, but you don't want to give him that satisfaction, so you kind of just want to go shout off. Just well, a blanket. He, he asked off. me about the uh, Rolling Stones song that was put in there, which I didn't even oh, realize at first. You- he was asking what it like. He was like, "Hey, what's where can I find that song again?" And I sent him the thing. Mm. Should we um should we do a call out, a quarantine call out to Curtly real quick? You know, uh, sure. I think well, it's a shout off. I got a hot, he's got a hot take we can talk about. All right, all right. I'm gonna do a quarantine call out. We're gonna try this. Oh boy! First time ever. We're warming up for next week's quarantine call in show with some quarantine call outs. That might not make any sense, but hey, fuck it. Hey. Hello? What's up? Hey, man. What's going on? Hey. What's up, John? Hey, man. So is it working? Hey, shut up, Turkey. Uh, hey, is it working? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, John, you're uh, our first quarantine call out. We're getting ready for next week's quarantine call-in show on the Nice Price Pod, and we, we want to do some quarantine call-outs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Look, welcome to the Nice Price Podcast. You're talking John. to three, you got a four, shout out. How do you feel yeah, about three that? people at once. You know what? You know, I, I had plans for my first time being a guest, and what my plan was was to go back through and listen. No, don't to, don't tell us, don't every, tell us. Still call. Oh, in. Oh, oh, oh. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! 
as we say around here, save it for the pod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this isn't the pod? This is well, the, it, yeah, it is, but pod. still keep what you were going to do for the one you call in. Jesus. I don't know what's going on, but okay. We, we well, decided we're doing the... Yeah, we're doing a call-in thing where you can call in. The listener can call in to us. But this is, we didn't have an idea for this week. So we were like, we realized Zoom can call out. So we're, this, uh-huh. this is like a test run. So still keep what you're going to, if you had a plan well, to well, do I think, something. So I think that John was saying that he has a plan for when he's our official guest of the podcast. Oh, you're just assuming call. you're the oh. guest. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the year will go 2031, that might roll in. <laughs> You're, you'll be a guest on here about as much as I'll be a guest on Enix New Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it'll be a cold day in heck, boy. Um, so quick question, is this the podcast? This is the podcast. Potentially, yeah. yes. Uh, for for the listener, uh, Curly is a doofus. <laughs> okay, so this is the podcast. But yeah, I'm not so, allowed to say what I want to say on the podcast. I mean, no, yeah, go for it. I say go, go for, it. for it. Yeah, I misunderstood you. I thought you meant like you were eager to call in next week. So I was saying still do uh, that. But yeah, go for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's probably about beat by now. But uh, I was going to joke that uh, I had I had listened to every single, gone back through and listened to every single episode and, and uh, found every single burn of me and was ready to rebuttal them all <laughs> mm. hey that's a good that's a good idea <laughs> yeah go through every single one and jot them all down <laughs> now it's ironic that the, the first good idea you've ever had is about your is about how frequently you get burned um you'd also be short one burn we burned you right before we called out for you um but uh well i was going to discuss since when i found out that curly was on here since it's relevant to our most recent episode is that Curly's hot take is, I believe he is, I don't want to put words in your mouth, say anti-Tom Petty, but you're not a Tom Petty fan. That's not true. That's Southern accents. Um, <laughs> I, I, would, I would say, um, I would say I don't like know his catalog like y'all do by any means. Um, but I definitely remember my daddy bumping Tom Petty a lot when I was a little boy. And I was yeah, like, I- I just recall sending you a playlist one time, and the only song you liked from it was him covering a Lucinda Williams song. <laughs> no, that's not true. That wasn't the only song I liked, but uh, I do remember asking you about that. Yeah, song. and you, you're, you're like, defense. "Hey, what's up with this one?" And I was like, "Of all the ones you pull out, it's yeah. a cover." Yeah. After we after we made that uh, comprehensive episode after his death, I, I do remember you texting me, John, and being like, "What was that one song you talked about? That, that one part? Like, you were like yeah. eager to listen to more." I yeah, that, that's a thing that's unique with Curtly too. Is that I feel like frequently you listen to much more brand new music than kind of the classics, and so Dude, I, you- I, I've seen a bunch of times where something has been reissued or something like that, or might have a new like light shine shown on it, so that it's like all of a sudden kind of in the spotlight for the first time in 20 years and currently will be like oh shit have you heard this and it's something that i feel like a lot of us have maybe heard quite a few times yeah it's crazy the whole album cover is white and i guess it's technically titled the beatles but it's just like this crazy and it's like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Cool, which cool, is cool. dope i think that's kind of tight though i think that's like it's no I, it actually is fun it's like uh yeah when you're like dude have you ever messed with like straight up the rolling stones you ever bumped them it's like ah yeah they're great <laughs> Don't, don't y'all remember when uh, one time I took six months off from listening to new music and I was like, hey, y'all, like, dap me up with 
you know, like all the hot stuff from back in the day, and like all y'all literally re- refused to do it. Oh, that's it was right. Like, when <laughs> I, it was like brutal like, for you, if I remember correctly. <laughs> a week after that, like all of a sudden, like people were like nonchalantly referencing like old music that was tight. I was like, God, I could use this last week. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wish I could join in this conversation. One, I, I think that um, your your method sort of explains why some of us might have been reticent. Is that you're like, hey, I have a finite amount of time. I'm going to listen to anything from 1970. Like, send me all the suggestions. And it's like, dog, that's like so many things. It's like impossible to like. And also, like, that's kind of like, I mean, God, that's everything. And that's also, I sent you a box of records, dude. I sent you like, I sent you some stuff. Yeah. Well, John, what what have you been up to otherwise? Um. Well, I have been with the fam, both my wife and I working from home and two kids and no child care. So, you know, is your mom a bit of a wild ride? Uh, For listeners, that's called parent. Listeners called parenting. Uh, It's pretty hard to (laughs) describe, but uh, yeah, can't stop zinging. Generally, generally, you, you know, you get like daycare or preschool or babysitter or a regular school to chip in a little bit. Look, if I'm gonna, if I get an option to take a burn, I'm gonna take a burn. I really, if, oh, if this, this is how your uh, your rebuttal is gonna go, Damn, and I'm gonna, <laughs> um, so you know, you know, hate to hate to complain too much. Could be worse, but you know, we're uh, in the thick of you know all the quarantine ro- woes that everyone else is. I guess. Are are y'all Airbnb Airbnb in your your spot again, or is that still like kind of Ingrid's? TV studio. So it's back starting the next weekend, mm-hmm. and um, we're moving Ingrid upstairs into my office. And, um, yeah. So she's doing remote uh, like streams to the station kind of vibe, or yeah, exactly. Like she can control like her graphics from her computer here, and, but then they like punch it up at the um, studio or whatever, and then like she has she just uses her iPhone for a camera. And it's like streamed through some program. It's like TikTok. What a time to be alive. <laughs> For the yeah. listener, his wife is a famous TikToker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she like eats like crazy spicy food on camera. It's nuts. Is that what TikTok is? Hey, that would, Curly. That'd be sick if that's what TikTok was, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I saw that one. Well, I'm not going to get into it. That dude who put, uh, filled his computer full of beans and then called her a computer repairman. I'm not going to go into it, it, then continues talking <laughs> about it. Talks, talks about it for longer than the clip is by five minutes. <laughs> I just said, he, he filled his computer full of black beans and he called the dude over. The guy opens it up and like, yo, your computer's full of beans. And he's like, are they supposed to be there? And he's like, no, they're, they're beans. That's TikTok for you. I sent okay. that to uh, I don't even Liz- think that's TikTok. I, I think that's just Liz and Leona, Instagram video. And, and they were so uncomfortable. They were like, this poor guy has to look at this man's computer beans. Nothing worse than that. Oh, RIP Mothlight, John. I saw that last week. Yeah. That is, yeah. For the listener, John is in Asheville, North Carolina. I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. Like, you know, every town needs that sized venue you know and um you know i just thought that version of that size venue was just done so well and um Def- know, definitely one of the cooler see. cooler venues in the state i think the last time i was there was when you met 
us out for Jens Lechman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, a couple um, years back, and then uh, Nathan and I had quite a experience there one time in a uh, <clears throat> for your what was the event? Baby shower? Uh, my bachelor party. Sorry, I'm on a podcast. No, we were sucking. Um, uh, hang on, hang on. Who did you just say bottle. that to? <laughs> I only kind of remember that. So there was milk. I do remember that the what was it? A bachelor party? No, it was beer. It was beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah what did you uh, say was beer? Uh, we, what me and Nathan were sucking out of a bottle. Oh yes. Hey now. <laughs> yes, that's right. This is a family. We had a, a doing uh, <laughs> sound drop. As part as part of the one of the uh, um, baby shower, what, what John was calling a dadchler party, uh, he got a group of friends to do like a competitive who can suck a beer out of a baby bottle the fastest. But yeah. one of them was rigged, and so all so two of us are just like sucking this thing like there's no tomorrow and then one, and then one of us is just going down super quick which is like which is funnier <laughs> does this guy really know how to suck out of a bottle or like like it was a funny it was a funny game nathan won did i have a, the good bottle or the bad bottle? you had the one that it just came out really quickly oh nice so I, and, I, and i looked over at you while doing it and i was like how the fuck is he doing that because <laughs> i'm like really going to town on this thing that must be why I don't totally remember it because I must have just like taken it straight straight back and been like that. Was... We might have had us a few before that too. That's true. Maybe. Uh, just to be clear, I did not throw myself that party. That was uh, thrown by the homies. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, to the listener, uh, that's dubious and like, <laughs> and it's the kind of thing that gets somebody burned on the Nice Price podcast. Also, I like that. Uh, I was just saying it was a fun you... event. I don't care who threw it. That someone uh, interrupted you right now. I'm, I can guess who. And then you said, oh, sorry, I'm on a podcast. And like, <laughs> that's just, a, oh, obviously. Lisa yeah. walks up. Did she, did, sorry, they didn't even ask what podcast. They didn't even ask what podcast. Oh, sorry, it's Joe Rogan. I got to take this. Hey, freak bitches. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, back to the Mothlight real quick. It's like, um, it's like now what? So now we just like, go to empty Grey Eagle shows to see those bands, you know, or do they like not come here anymore? Like what's going to happen? They, I mean, some, something will eventually feel, fill that void. But I mean, I think that we're, we're as like nationally unclear on what's going to happen to a lot of these. I it's think such that's a big probably, question mark area right now. Yeah, anyway, the first and probably yeah. a lot of dominoes that are going to fall for venues of that size. Unfortunately, um, hopefully most of them can stick it out, but uh, those venues that are of that size are not frequently making a ton of money month after month. I mean, it's like you're not really in that for for anything other than just like loving music and wanting to get new bands out there. So it's it's hard yeah. for something like this to kind of pull through because there's also frequently you need more space. So it's not like the same thing as like a little dive bar that's got kind of got a small little whatever space. You kind of need like a big right. Yeah, because they they can make too. a little money even if they don't have a show just with people coming and drinking. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and not not to break any news, but also, well, I guess by now people will know. But Ooh, uh, sadly, we have we have decided to permanently close Nice Price Junior on a sort of similar tip because we just can't have events. Yeah, and that was not only the thing that like you know sort of financially made sense at Nice Price Junior, but also like the, what was fun about it, like was being able to have like book club and reading and the run club and listening parties and stuff like that. So yeah. sitting, I was on a, on a fraction of a scale as Moth Light, but it's like, if you're not doing it for the money and 
you're doing it for the fun and now you can't even have the fun. It's like, yeah. well, I don't, I, I can see. And I also like, would like to think with a spot like the Moslite, I'm, I don't, obviously I don't know those people personally, but there's someone who's like, oh yeah, I want to do that exact thing. And once I'm able to, I will do it. Like, I don't think that, that size venue will be yeah. abandoned in a city like Asheville, but it's just until you can actually have shows again, there's no reason to like yeah. jump into that spot. So I hope that, but it, it is scary considering like, I mean, shoot, that place was, was, does it really well. And it's like, man, if they can't do it. Yeah. Well, well you know, it's you know, that different from like when we were younger and there would be cities that had good house show scenes and then those houses would close up and you'd be like, who's next? Like, who's going to start throwing the house shows? And then sometimes those house shows don't come back. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, Curly, we, uh, we threw a couple of house shows back in the day, <laughs> back in that 252. Uh, Might have had a couple of Rangers in Greenville down at, uh, on Elm Street, but... Uh, <laughs> We, I don't we think it ever really uh, reached those peaks again. Yeah, probably, got, probably, probably really. Just, you yeah, know, it was like, just uh, amazing. Actually, it was like truly insane. There was a moment in time in which uh, the Aver Brothers, Valiant Thor, and Future Islands were all in Greenville simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. But also, like, like, like bands would like play a house show in Greenville one night, and then like the Cats Cradle the next. Maybe <laughs> yeah. an exaggeration, but like. Maybe look they would have like legit tours, and then they would be playing venues all along, and then sometimes hop into a house show, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, shout out yeah. to Blender. Yeah, um, I'm probably going to scoot in a little bit. Going to go over to uh, I don't want to get into it. My house. Nope. <laughs> Damn, ice cold. Uh, but uh, now going to uh, Bo's house. He's a uh, um, Bo that lives uh, our in Raleigh. nephew. Wait, I thought you're in Asheville right now. I am. Luke, am I on a Luke, podcast? Luke's son is named <laughs> Bo. Uh, so lo, lo, my nephew, Rachel's nephew, Bo, we're going to his house. Oh, it's it's odd that you refer to it as the child's house, and you also have a brother-in-law with the same name, so it's confusing for us. Yeah, well, well, what I do is I pick whoever's my favorite person in the house, and I say that's whose house it is. Mamma mia, that's, why I, that's a spicy that's meatball. Go, Damn, Like son. I go over and get, <laughs> I go and get beers over at Leona's house, you know, for example. <laughs> All right. Y'all she's very mean sometimes. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't, she doesn't like my memes. Maybe, no, I sent her the bean thing. She made fun of me. Called him computer beans. <laughs> um... Maybe 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 she'll be one of the call in, call outs today. Hell yeah! Oh, that'd be sick. I might be gone by then, but uh, that would be sick. Sounds like you're about to be gone in a couple minutes. Well, I guess John, thanks for thanks for uh, taking our quarantine call out. We will have you on yeah, to do a uh, a zing rebuttal. That sounds great. yeah. Maybe do we want a definitive ranking of every zing? Also, that'd be nice. <laughs> I don't know who's I don't joke. know who's gonna want to go through all those to we find them. Make all. John rank his own zings. <laughs> Yeah, r- rank Least them both. Painful and, to most painful. <laughs> right, and let's go ahead and get a and get a bonus points for accuracy. So if you're like, you know what, actually he's got a point, <laughs> that gets bumped up the ranking. And then the ones that are like totally superfluous, which just take an opportunity to zing you, then those can be pretty low on the rankings, unless it's hilarious, in which case it goes high on the rankings. <laughs> Catch all that. And I want Ingrid to be the tiebreaker. That's a good idea. Sure. Right. Well, thanks, thanks well, for being our first call out. Yeah. yeah. If you were to have asked me the question of what I'm listening to, the answer would have been the Dead Tongues, Rattlesnake, Rattlesnake, Ooh, and Dog. There you go. Oh, All right. Nice. Just, just came out, right? Love y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's Let a nice out. exit. 
I guess it is funny we didn't ask him what he's listening to on a music podcast. I just realized that exclusively about records. Oh, did you start the timer, Nathan? Oh, <laughs> timer started right before you got on, Enoch. Nice. Let's uh, let's do another let's do another quarantine call out. Let's check with uh, BDC. Hi, I mean, Brian. Leave a message. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. How do God. I hang this up without Patrick hanging Callen, up with everybody? Record, no, leave a message. Ah, <laughs> uh, I should have left a message. Yeah. So, uh, who could? Uh, who else could be a quick LOL one? D Mike. Call Dylan. Dylan Let's call D Mike and get on. an update on this TV that that. Uh... Ooh, yeah, I don't even know that. <laughs> this is the, the most boring thing, but yes, I will do it. <laughs> All right, quarantine call out to Daniel Michael. John, uh, hang on, I'm on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That cracked me up so much. What's up? Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, D Mike? We're we're doing the uh, Nice Price podcast. We're doing quarantine call outs, surprise call outs. Oh, sweet. You're live on here. Do you have a uh, Do you have a second? I gotta be honest. I'm um, already a breath of fresh air after that last guest. Who was your last guest? Curtly. John Curtly. John Curtly. Oh, what did he do? <laughs> Miserable. You know how he is. <laughs> I'm actually walking around Lowe's with a face mask on, so y'all are hearing me through a Facebook or through a face mask. <laughs> Not a... It's pretty pretty clear. How is it in Lowe's right now? Uh, it's barely crowded. Yeah. What, hey, this uh, might be a two. This might be a, a, a two birds, one stone. What are you getting at Lowe's? Is it something to fix a television? No, but that television's dope. <laughs> <laughs> What's the scope it's of the so television? Big. <laughs> the, it dominates our. We have to basically rearrange our entire house around the television now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the listener, uh, I had a television for a long time. Uh, the speaker blue. <laughs> The speakers are fine on it. Uh, so what happens is I turn the bass all the way down. Uh, if the bass is in any way up, so if you're watching, like, mm. we learned the hard way watching Jurassic Park, whenever, like, any sort of heavy bass moment would hit, it would rattle. It would create this, like, horrible rattling sound. Oh, I haven't noticed that yet, but we've only watched Daniel Tiger. So. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have as much heavy a bass drop on Daniel Tiger. There isn't that much bass. I've noticed that. It is very, it's very trebly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I saw you tweet at them when you asked them why their sound was so tinny and trebly. How come there's not as much bass in the, in the, in the, the sound design of the Tiger? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it does that, and then it stopped communicating with the remote. And some of the buttons are getting wonky. It's a long story. Um, and I ended up getting a new television in and around my birthday in conjunction with that. And I was like, hey, I got this other TV that kind of works, Nathan. It, it, it doesn't all the way work, and this other thing sucks about it. Do you want it? And he said... Nah, but Meezy might want it. Well, well and then actually, I said, that's oh, not 100% fair right. warning. I said, I said, yes, I do. And I said, let me go check with Liz. And then mm-hmm. I went to check with Liz, and she basically told me to fuck off and eat shit. She was like, we can't get another TV in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, wait, hang on. Didn't you want to put it in the carport so you could, like, watch sports in there while you were in the hot tub? And she's, like, over there frying up hot That sounds great. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I was like, I, was like, I can't, can't believe she disagreed with that. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea to me. And, um... 
I was like, well, we can have like friends over outside and we can watch movie, do like a movie night. It might be fun. And she was like, fuck no. And so I was like, well, <laughs> somebody should take this TV. It's a really nice TV. And I, I, uh, I that at that point, hang on, you had not even seen the TV. You had no idea what kind of television it was. Well, I've seen <laughs> your TV before. And then also when I told you, I was like, hey, fair warning. It's like crazy heavy. It's super heavy. And you're like, oh, even better. Daniel will love that. Yeah, that, that is what, that's what clued me in. Enoch was like, it, it, it has some problems, but it might be fixable. It's really heavy, though. But it is free. And I was like, dude, that sounds like a D-Mic TV. <laughs> yeah, you should see his uh, load-in technique. Drives a big fucking Bronco or whatever the fuck you drive. Yeah. And then this, the most heavy keyboard you know you've ever lifted. Okay, D-Mic, so D-Mic here's... Plays keys in uh, the band with me and Matt, Paradise Motel Lounge, and has a key. The keys are also oh, heavy. Everything yeah. I get... Actually, the keyboard that also came from Enix Mom to me, then to D-Mike. <laughs> but, so that, y'all kind of explained something to me, which is that the control remote didn't work, because I was just asking Nathan if there's a remote that came with it. Yeah. But I lugged out real hard, and that my previous TV's remote works for it, too, for the essential buttons, which are the volume and on and off. That's it. But yeah, the source that's really all I need. It, it wouldn't communicate very well. That's all you need. I don't care what's on when I turn it on. I just need the volume, baby. <laughs> just cruise after that. Yeah, I turn it down. <laughs> if I hate what's on, I turn it down. If I like what's on, I turn it up. <laughs> yeah, Z-Mike has a different parenting technique than, than Curly has, it seems. But that's okay. Um, also, yeah, I had no idea that it was heavy. Like, it seems real light to me, but the, bad, the, all yeah. the TVs we have are, like, I don't know. I was telling somebody that because everybody assumes I have no TVs, they give me TVs and now I have tons of TVs. <laughs> so the thing is, it's not that it's like objectively heavy. It's that compared to modern televisions, like a, like a current TV twice that size is half the weight. So I was just making sure someone didn't think they could put it up on like a nightstand or like a tiny little thing like oh no no it's gonna have to be like up on a mantle or like a serious te- like a serious like stand like yeah. it is like heavier like now you can get an lg tv that's like four times the size that is like a paperweight it's like nothing D- well i'm D-Mike like how did, the hell do they do this d mike did send me a picture of that tv next to his old tv and it looked like the old tv could be the remote for this tv i mean it was, <laughs> it was like so drastically different in size whoa what's up with that ipad next to that new tv i gave you um <laughs> That's wild. Well, hey, fellas, uh, I hate to be awkward, but I'm going to scoot out of this, uh, this, All right, this yeah, nice price podcast. I'm going to go. We'll let, we'll let uh, D-Mike get back to Lowe's, too. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking it. Hey, Ian, we'll take it from here. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I'm sure this will be great. <laughs> All right. All right, peace. Bye, both of you. All right. Good to talk to uh, Daniel Michael. BDC, hey, maybe catch you next time. Maybe next time. Good to finally get Enoch off the phone. Never thought he was going to leave. <laughs> what what do we got? What do we want to talk about? Do we want to make another call? Um, do we want to talk about this movie that we've been putting off? We could talk about them. I was also listening to uh, one thing that we probably want to talk about more in depth later is uh, a former guest of the pod, friend of the pod, uh, Bill Fashion has an album out. Um, for sure. That I was listening to a little bit. I don't, have you have you listened to it much? I've put it on a couple times just around the crib for sure. It's kind of it's it's nice. It's kind of in that Peels vibe, but um, maybe we can uh, play a song of his here at some point. In the the bar. or uh, give him a ring. We could give him a ring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I'm just throwing out a crazy idea here, but uh, we're on a roll, baby. Enix texting saying he wants to get back on the pod. Oh, uh, it's for the. <laughs> 
for the listener, Enoch is begging to get back on the pod. Should we call so him back we'll, in? Yeah, I guess we'll let him back okay, in. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll add him back in right now. I'm glad this seems to be working. Most people are answering. I, I knew BDC was a long shot. Well, I hate talking on the phone, but if someone calls me that never calls me, that's sort of alarming. And yeah, so I yeah. do I do answer. That's true. Oh, bingo. Yeah, I definitely, if I get calls from, if I get a call from a certain person, I'm like, well, I'm going to assume that someone they know that I care about has died. <laughs> exactly. Or you're on a podcast. Um, or like they just, like they literally like, somehow they're lucky and they're at a bar and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is there. Y'all want to do a, uh, yeah. That's the one I'm hoping for every time. It never is that one. You, you want to um, try for another call out? Uh, yeah, sorry if I did that and I made it awkward, but. No, it's cool. We were about to we were about to talk about. Well, we got to uh, zing you about how you were begging to get back in, so it all worked out. <laughs> ah, wonderful! I did we go just, grab a brew dogger. I should have. Oh, I should have cracked it on Mike. We mentioned that uh, Bill Fashion record. Oh yeah, did you say hey, you can get tapes at nice price? Tapes at nice price. Records soon at nice price. Correct. Um, the packaging for it looks amazing, as always. With yeah. that's why I want to get it on LP for sure, just because yeah, of the. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a completist, obviously. I copy this stuff in general. But also, back to um, the emo thing that came up when uh, Paul was on. Like There was a, I think, Jade Tree or Polyvinyl put out a 7-inch series when I was in high school called Postmark Stamps. And it was uh, it came out once a month for, I think, the whole year, maybe. So there's 12 of them. And it would be like Braid and the Get Up Kids on each side. And they all looked, they were packaged very similarly to what he's doing with this. So that, I was like, whoa, that kind of takes me back. Nice. There, there's no way he would have known that. And, and I'm not saying anything like that, but it was just like a, whoa, crazy coincidence. Well, and the crazy is then you press play on the you press play on the tape and the first song is like, don't waste your time on me, <laughs> yeah. I'm already. Um. Yeah, it's going to be good. I also saw that there was a reissue recently from uh, Light in the Attic of Hiroshi Yoshimura, um, one of his records. And it did remind me that he also had another album called Music, Music for, for Nine, Nine Postcards. And I was not connecting that before then, that I bet that this is some kind of that Bill Fashion's album is sort of, you know, at least inspired by this in some way. It's a similar vein. Well, and I think that that like, I think that um, that sort of like bygone form of communication is like uh, a ever useful inspiration. Like, oh, people no longer communicate like this. But imagine you lived in a world where there's a friend of yours, and instead of getting a text that said like HBD and AP, instead you got a postcard from someone you cared about where they were with a nice little note saying, "Hey, happy birthday," blah blah blah. Like I that love kind when of I way. Postcards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of way of communicating that's like sadly kind of gone now. But like, that is a like a fertile um, inspiration, I think, for for you know writers and and you know musicians and everything. So like, I can certainly see even organically them coming to the same sort of idea. Like seeing charm um, in that novel thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Like, so I guess yeah. Let's I mean, keep trucking here. It's rad. If anybody wants to check, trucking. anyone like pills peels. Wants to check it out. It's William Cash and Postcard Music out um, last week, and we'll be at nice price soon. Tapes are there now. Should have hit the theme song. Speaking of which, <laughs> let's call up Thomas McNeely. 
Ooh, hey now. And then we can hear the Nice Price theme song that he wrote and recorded. Make him sing it. Acapella. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a live on-air performance of the theme song. <laughs> it just sounds that he's like, dude, you didn't see that email? I thought you were cool with it. <laughs> like, front him off and make him think that he's, like, we're full <laughs> expecting him to perform. Hello. Oh. Hey, hi, hi, hi. Hey. What's, what's up, dude? Up? Hey, what's up? No, we're, we're, we're live on the Nice Price podcast. We're doing quarantine call-outs where we call, call out to some of our friends. Oh, cool. Oh, that's great. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> we're doing good. What up? Um, we were just playing the Nice Price theme song, and I thought we should call Thomas. He just put out some new music on Friday, and is we were talking about you earlier for the new podcast music and stuff like that, and how much more I have to get the parts right for the stuff you work on than Kev's stuff, which is kind of just like any idiot could do it. So, uh... <laughs> Oh, I think, I think for anyone who hasn't watched... Uh, Rick and Morty, I think the, the premise is that like you just got to have a vibe and anyone can be a musician. So I don't think there's anything about a skill level really. Just to, uh, I do agree with that, but I've never seen Rick and Morty. Yeah. And then also okay. now it feels like you're saying that specifically about me, which kind of hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like... no. So, so to clarify, is Nathan Rick or is Nathan Morty? And which one is that? Uh, I think that I think that we're both Rick and Morty and we're just trying to get swifty and uh, just make some cool jams for the podcast. But um, how you doing? What, what are you very doing? very kind of you to say, but I think I'm we good. both agree. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, Julia. My partner, Julia, and I are standing uh, in line at the uh, Black Farmer's Market over at the Southeast YMCA right now. Nice. Waiting waiting to buy some stuff. So just kind of hanging out on a sunny day. Nice. Well, we won't take up too much of your time if you have a, a minute or two. or Yeah, we do. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I was just calling. I was thinking it would be good to call you because you just put out some music, and I was thinking maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you've been working on, and, and it might be might be. Yeah. Good. Um. Yeah, basically, I just found some time to finally uh, record some songs, kind of based on like if I had a band, how I would, how they would sound, you know. Like, um, I play with some bands around town, and that's fun. And but you know, when you work and you have a, you're trying to do shows, it's kind of hard to work on your own stuff. And I had so much time that it was easy enough to kind of track it all down. So, yeah, it's, it sounds really good. And Thomas plays with me and Jenny Bazetz. He plays drums and is really good at that. But on this one. The, th- the thing about Jenny Bazette is Thomas is probably better at all the instruments than all of us. So in this one, he can kind of play everything and just just uh, uh, do all the stuff. And and Stu mixed it? Yeah, Stu mixed it. Um, he basically kind of threw out to the world that he wanted to mix some stuff. And uh, after about a month of working on this, I felt confident enough to have someone else maybe listen to it and, and hopefully like make it sound a little better. Because uh, honestly, at first, it was just like an exercise. I just wanted to like play some drums at home and and like track some keys. I bought a couple new keyboards that I was excited about. So um, it kind of unintentionally became this other thing where like I, I wanted to see what other people would think about it if I put it out there. So, But yeah, Steve McLean from The Love Language, super nice guy, really positive. Got a lot of super late night texts from him pretty much every day with like new mixes and what he was excited about. Um, so that was really fun to wake up to. Might be on uh, LA time though. Is he still out west? No, no, he's down, he's, he's down here now. But, um, but it was, you could tell that he kind of was up late, like putting some love into it, which I thought was cool. So. Yeah, I think that he did a good job. I heard some some of these at different points in time because because of uh, we were just we just talk about stuff while we were finishing up that Jenny record, and I think that right. he did a really nice job on them. They sound great. Yeah, thanks, man. For sure, I agree. I uh, he he kind of gave me some tips as I start to record in the future. Um, so whether he mixes something or if I bring it to someone else, I think I can even get like a cleaner beginning. So hopefully those get better from here on out. Nice. And what was it? What what name did you land on for the band? What 
it's not weird pennies anymore. Oh no, it's just I think it's just going to be Thomas. Um, cuz like I can't tell you. I'm I'm actually open if it's the pod the pod fan, the pod uh what would that be? The pod universe? I don't know. Do you guys have sure. fans? pod people? The, the blogosphere. <laughs> yeah, the pod sphere. <laughs> If y'all are into Thomas with an exclamation point or not, whichever one, uh, I think I'm into it. Um, this one doesn't have an exclamation point because I thought it just looked better when I was putting the artwork together. So. Oh, okay. I thought I, saw, I thought I at one point had seen an exclamation point. Yeah, I went back and forth, but the, the, I think the Bandcamp has an exclamation point. If I'm going to be uh, when I listen to it on Bandcamp, I think there's an exclamation point. Right, but if you look at the artwork, there's not an exclamation point. So I think uh, I think more like artwork. I think maybe it's kind of how like Alex G was like Sandy Alex G for a minute, you know? Maybe He's it's like back. a puppy P Diddy situation. Oh uh, yeah, like, parenthetical Sandy Alex G. Yeah, that's the band name. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's the idea. Good. Cool. I-, I appreciate this music you worked really hard on for over an entire month. Let's get to the little bit more important project. You're working on a theme song for my soon to be more successful sister podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, what is it called? Love it or hate it? You gotta love it. Oh, uh, I love how you pretended like you didn't know, but then it rolled right off the tongue. That was great. <laughs> Uh, so uh, this is thrilling. Are, are you? Um, how difficult is it to work with Nathan on this theme song? <laughs> oh, it's super great. I mean, just just like everything else, we've kind of gotten into a back and forth of just like <laughs> sending some stems and then hearing some mixes back and then just kind of you know chatting about it. I, I will good. say, yeah, I will say like um, I've learned that the ability to like compress a file and send it as a text message through my laptop has made this whole thing. A dream um it's because like i used to be yeah you have to like upload you have to go to a website and upload all the stuff and like it takes a long time and then you send an email and then they have to download it and like now it's sort of just like little bits you can send like like instantly um is this new is this new tech new technology i don't know how i don't know how new it is but it's new to me for sure it's something i've learned over the past few months i think there's been a lot of tools like that available for a long time but that because the ability to just get up into a room together and you just ended up sort of doing it that way, which I think in some ways is a lot better. But then also if you're just doing things like the podcasting that, that we're working on, it's it's almost easier just to pop it back and forth as you're both working on it. So it's kind of nice. And I feel like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of the musicians I know have kind of adapted to this pretty quick. And like even, yeah, I mean, if it's it's fun. It's I like doing stuff this way. Yeah, I, I agree. Go ahead. When when it comes to critiquing, let's say you're let's say you're working remotely like you are with Nathan, and someone sends you what what you think is like kind of bobo, and it's totally acceptable. I think this is not. You could say something like, I don't know, great first take. That could be a good thing, right? How many times? Like how many numbers can you go? Like, hey, that was a solid seventh take. Like how many times can you kick it back to them? Oh, sure. And say, and Bef- say before you run out of nice things to try to like ways before to you say it. like, hey, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. Oh, like, what's the what's the sort of uh, what's the over under so on that? Specifically targeted at me. No, 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 no. Nothing about Nathan. No, no, that's crazy. That's what's funny. I'm more uh, talking about it as like abstract idea. I don't make music, you know. I just sort of, I just have a couple podcasts going. I don't make music, but like, I'm wondering, sort of in that in that, how does it work? You know, as a uh, a tandem like that. Yeah. So like for me. First off, I, I kind of like, first off, like, if I'm in the room and you want, like, an instant reaction, I'm not necessarily the most grateful, graceful, like, tactful person. So, like, I really like being able to hear some stuff and find what I do really like about it and then really think about what I want to construct and say about what, about what my opinion is. Um, 
So I think it's great to kind of like listen and like sit and hold on to something. But um, the other side of it is that I kind of like, for me, I'm able to like do two or three passes until I'm really happy. And then that's the one that I send out. And then, you know, being able to text back and forth, if I'm working on it right then, I can immediately make a change and like yeah. maybe send it back within 15 minutes. So I think that's cool in itself. That, yeah. And is it, is it, uh, is that better than actually, like, I guess zoom is not going to, is not really a, pr- like you can't really use it in real time like that. So is it better to just make your own take and then send it across? I think so. Cause like so too. those takes, yeah. Cause like the takes you can just dump in, you know, and like, yeah, I mean like zoom, like you, you have like the, like, is it the audio of the room? Are you putting a mic up? Like there's just a lot of extra stuff when we already know how to text and talk, you know, like I feel like texting is its own language. We kind of understand that for each other. And then just being able to add this extra element of like you can immediately check something out has been it's just it's streamlined a lot of stuff for me, I think. I think also, Thomas, you work kind of like me where you have a lot of ideas, but sometimes don't know yourself which is the best one. And I that's one of the ways that this has been easy because then you can just kind of throw down some ideas, send them over and be like, if this sounds good, I'll make this clean instead of without this you kind of sit there you have an idea you work on it a long time make it the best version of that idea and then sometimes you send it over to somebody else and they're like "Ah," and then that's way worse than what enix talking about where you're like kind of in conversation with everything like it's better to kind of be involved from the whole thing i think that that's much easier yeah absolutely i yeah um you know we're kind of doing this process i play with another band uh a singer reese mckenry and we're starting a new record and like it's kind of the same thing. We all have been like contributing like ideas to these demos. Um, so it's like one song might have like, like some of these songs have like maybe 12 different parts. If you think about it, it's like a drum take and a couple of different guitar passes, maybe another drum style and like re sings a different way. And so now as we're starting to get to rehearse again, we can just kind of look back at that and then make some creative decisions. Um, so it's a little different, but being able to digitally work instead of like writing in a room has been kind of nice to kind of see, what everyone's sort of capable of, like what they want to bring to the table, and then we just find what the best thing is for the song. Sounds oh. I like that I learned that I'm bilingual, finding out that texting is a message. I mean, is a language. <laughs> yeah, great. that's great, huh? That's I've cool. been stuck in this like monolinguistic life, and it's it's really like <laughs> grateful. Well, I remember one time, uh, just a, a funny aside. Someone like was asking me something if I was bilingual, and I was like, "Music is a language, right?" And then they were like, "No fucking way, deal with it." I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> Shut up, hippie. <laughs> And on my college application, no, and I you said, speak uh, music. Namaste, and walked away. <laughs> Fluent in Foo Fighter. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. Um, well, hey, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to sign off on here because I was gonna go into Bo's house. Um, cool. But uh, well, well, have fun yeah. with the Nice Price podcast. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for talking with. Yeah. Us, yeah thanks for thanks for giving me a call, y'all. Yeah, for sure. Right. We'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. Back to just us. Back to us. Well, let's let's take a, a moment, right, quick to um, should we listen to a Thomas song or a Bill Fashion song? Uh, right now, let's do Thomas, and then William can play us out. Okay, that sounds good. So we'll the, vi- to, the vibe seems more appropriate for that. Okay, yeah, let's let's listen to a song from Thomas real quick. Let's listen to "Total Restoration of the Heart." Last year's rain.
lover's pain It's bright outside and I'm goofing on Here's to giving up the chain Once upon a time I was hunting luck Now I only bet on rainy days That was Thomas, who we just heard from on the phone, and that was the song you heard, Total Restoration of the Heart, from the EP he just put out literally well, this week. I was looking at it. He put out that song. The EP's out July 31st. I Gotcha. gotcha. So, so coming up, but you can go ahead and pre-order it now, and I think you get to download the songs immediately if you pre-order it. Um, five songs is very good. Is he putting that, how's he putting that out? I th- he's just releasing it himself. He might do I meant like uh, digital tapes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now it's on Bandcamp, and um, and you can download that song. Indie Week premiered it. He's got some some nice stuff going. So yeah, check it out. We're gonna keep trucking with the calls here. They've been going well so far, except for Brian. What yeah. can you do? <laughs> that's that's the most BDC shit ever. Um, although, you know, hey, I don't answer a lot of calls too, so. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was saying. I was like, uh, I'm surprised people are being so down with just instantly answering the phone and realizing they're being recorded, and they're just like, "Yeah, what? Well, cool, let's talk." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I would necessarily be like that right away. Well, let's let's try one more. Let's call. We're gonna call my sister, Heather, and uh, see how she's doing. She was supposed to come over on Wednesday and then Friday, and she bailed both times. So Ooh, we'll see so I, I, that's the real reason you're calling. <laughs> you got some shit to hash out here. All right, call in Heather. Did voice messaging system. Nine, one, nine. Thought we were family. Well, while we think of someone else to call. Get a Miller Lite so I don't feel uptight It's only half past twelve, but I don't care It's five o'clock everywhere Hey, dudes, how's it going with that Miller Lite? It's fine and dandy, Kev I mean, it's five o'clock everywhere Oh yeah, that is what you always say Sure does Uh-uh, uh-uh there's that song you love. Heather tried to FaceTime me during that song that you love, and I don't know if that works, so I'm going to try to call her back. <laughs> Show me driving or something. With like hey, your can, phone up. can you hear me? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hey, what's up? Hey, me and Matt are here. We're 
on the Nice Price podcast doing quarantine call-outs. All right. You got a second? Cool. Yeah. What are you up to? Um, I made banana pancakes this morning, and Boo has got a toy, and she's just running back and forth with it because I think she's excited because I made a tiny little dog-sized pancake, and she's been freaking out ever since. You made pancakes oh, yeah. for your dog? I made one pancake for my dog because there, you know, there's like always just a little bit of batter left at the end where it's not enough for a whole pancake. But um, is Matt there? What's up, Matt? What up? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were brainstorming people to call, and uh, Nathan, Nathan said he was going to give you a ring. So I was like, hey. Let's take it for a spin. Yeah. I was going to check in and see. Um, so this week you were supposed to come by the house twice and you bailed twice. Um, oh, also he has this to talk about. And, and now we're, we're taking a little Jerry Springer like, oh, wait, Matt, are you drinking those? Sorry, Heather, me and Matt are both on Zoom. Yeah. Um, the, doing. the Kinston ones, Mother Earth. The, the Cersei. The, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, these new. Have you had one of these, Heather? The, these um, new seltzers from Kinston Mother Earth Brewing? Oh, no, but I love Mother Earth. Yeah, it's the same what as like. What flavors do they have? Um, they have some pretty good ones. They're all in my fridge right now. This one is cucumber lime, and it's that not that. It's not, it's not like wildly different um, than mm-hmm. the rest of them. Your white claws, your what have yous. But uh, I don't know. I'd rather buy this than. I'd rather buy a semi-local one. You know. Yeah. It, I right. Think, yeah. I think they're maybe better than. They're, they're a little ones. cleaner. They, yeah. There's something. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to somebody that said that they felt like it had less flavor but i feel like that's less artificial flavor. like i feel like they taste more natural right yeah yeah i'm excited anyway. to try those i like mother earth a lot i i'm not a big beer person but um when they came out that gin i was super super into that the gin is great um, I, i'm not even like a crazy gin person um but we had that at where i used to work and i was like oh i would recommend that all the time shout out yeah it's like light it's like a little bit like Got some fruit notes to it too, so it's good for a fruity mixed drink. What have you been? Uh, well, what have you been up to this weekend, Heather? Um, well, I didn't. I ended up uh, not making over because didn't notice. Um, the one. Well, the first time you said that you ended up um, leaving the house. That's true. But I also, I haven't I accidentally bailed the first time, so this all, the story isn't all the way. I wasn't gonna phrase it. I wasn't gonna phrase it that way because I'm not trying to snitch you out on your podcast, but. <laughs> Um, we'll go with that. <laughs> I just forgot. I was like, off. I have nothing going on. Stop by whenever, and then I immediately like drove away. I just oh wait, I have out. something going on. I, it wasn't even. I don't remember what I was doing, but it was like something that I definitely could have just done anytime this week. But like with quarantine life, sometimes something pops in your head. You're like, oh, I can go do that now. You're just like looking for things to do, and that's what happened. And I called Heather. the freedom of not having a schedule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and then the other day I was waiting for a Wayfair package all day long there. That's the first time I ordered anything from them and their shipping is super screwy. They gave me like three different explanation or um, expectation huh. dates. And then um, the sec- the item that they said would come later came first. Anyways, we ended up leaving for my dad's house and, um, What'd you get? Ten minutes later, I got a text from FedEx. I got new um, little stools for my uh, kitchen table. I got rid of that big bench. Nice. Oh, so it opened up a lot of space. It looks better. I did too, but it, my, you know, the kitchen's so small, and the the stools like slide right under the table, which is nice. 
Um, and it, it kind of looks like I have a house full of miniature things, but I kind of do. And the ceiling's low in the kitchen anyway, so I think it works. Heather, Heather's got a Matt. Heather's got a very odd apartment that's built into an old house in Durham, and it's one of those ones. I think Heather, did you tell me that at one point it was all like a back porch that they like walled up and put a kitchen and bathroom in? Yeah. So the landlord, um, she's like a. I think at this time she's like a part-time um, anthropology professor at UNC, and then her she's older, um, and her like thing. <laughs> is flipping stuff. I think this is the only house she's a landlord for as far as I know, but she had this like little shop that um, isn't there anymore. That was like upcycled thing. So basically my apartment is upcycled from a porch and a carport. <laughs> my living room has like that cement floor, like the cement tile floor um, because it used to be a carport. <laughs> the bathroom wow. is very similar to the old nice price bathroom where it's like kind of, a step up in a weird way <laughs> like uh, you're like yeah, sitting on a like throne on literally yeah. <laughs> yes yes exactly literally you have to walk up the steps to get to the bathroom and you're like on a stage <laughs> well uh what have you been listening to anything or watching anything or reading anything mike and i got bored watching tv so we've been watching documentaries now Any um we watch the one about tickling last night. Have you seen this? Tickled. Love that one. That one is. I don't know anything wild. about it. It's called Tickled, uh, and it was on HBO for a while. I think it's probably on Hulu now. It's on Hulu now. Yeah. So it started out. It's this. Um, I hate being tickled. Journalist from New Zealand who his like thing is doing like wacky stories. He had a like a Vice show or something. I think where he was a. He went. It was called Dark Tourism. Or something where he went to like tourist locations that were like spooky or weird um, or morbid. But so it's a documentary where basically it started out. He found a bunch of YouTube videos for competitive endurance tickling, um, which like even just reading the description, I was like, this guy definitely uncovered like a weird fetish ring. Um, Boy, did he. But it, <laughs> <laughs> it was even crazier than that. Um. And then, yeah, so basically it started out as him being like, oh, I want to talk about this thing. And he emails the production company for an interview and they just start sending him back like all of these like super aggressive harassment emails about um, like we don't want to be associated with a homosexual um, journalist, basically. And then the they people. like they like use the F slur at him. Like crazy. Yeah, it's very well, well. That's the thing. So then it's he's very like, "I definitely need to yeah. do a documentary about you." Um, and then no spoilers. It gets crazy. Yeah, that's a, it's it's one of those where it's like this guy basically like saw. Yeah, he went to think he was making a wacky news story, and then his whole life turned bananas. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> tickled. There's a tickled? there was a tickled. Yes. Um, it's it's yeah. wild, Nathan. It's one of the best documentaries of the past few years, I would say. There was a follow-up um, short that was like 20 minutes long that HBO did about um, when they were touring film festivals with it and um, still getting harassed by like private detectives and stuff. Um, but then the guy who they end up exposing in the documentary um, shows up to one of the screenings and um, yeah. it's crazy. I think I'm going to dip out because I made these pancakes. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, 
and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully, I'll see you at some point over quarantine. Yeah, I'll try to see you sometime this week. I know I keep saying that, but <laughs> um, okay. I'll keep trying. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, later, I'll Heather. talk to you all later. Bye, Matt. Everyone should check that out, I think. Just as far if you like documentaries, Tickled is great. Maybe we'll do it as homework. Is it is it that t- type of vibe? We could do it as homework and then uh, make uh, Enoch might it. hate it. Enoch would hate it. Well, I think you. It's hard to say. Like we were talking about, it's hard yeah, to yeah. say with him. Well, maybe maybe we'll watch it and then I talk about it next week for the call-in show. Or cool. maybe that we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Uh, could call Icky. Sure. You you know like a you know a direct line to get to him. Like I think I so. Yo, Iggy. Yo, what you doing? What's up? Hey, it's me and Matt. We're doing the Nice Price Pod. We're doing quarantine callouts. What's up, you freak? Oh, wait a second. Wait, am I on the podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a second? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no. Okay. All right. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> we're, we're just testing out Zoom callouts and... uh. Just call-in buddies. We're doing a call-in show next week that we've been talking about, and we wanted to do a surprise call-out show the week before <laughs> to, to test out some stuff. Wait a second. Is it, are, you, are you guys recording this right now? Yes. Boys? Yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. I yeah, mean, it can be edited like anything else is edited, but we yeah, are we'll, literally we'll recording right now. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Word. Well, uh, well, how you guys doing? Chilling, hanging. What are you up to? Well, uh, nothing really, man. I'm just hanging out at the uh, at the house, getting a break from the little HT. Um, I was actually working on some tunes, some mixing and stuff, but I was like mainly just like obsessed with the. Honestly, it's funny you guys were just talking about it on that on this other episode, but I was like listening to that new Perfume Genius album. I love that album. Yeah, that's right. You were texting me about that. I, I can't stand how much I love it. <laughs> it's, so it's like really good. It's uh, dude, like honestly, it's it's kind of scary because I don't really think there's like anyone that can kind of match that level of artistry these days. I mean, at least like I mean, I kind of live in like a manage jar anyway. I'm kind of like under a rock and I have no idea what's going on. But like, yeah, I mean, that stuff is just it, it's just great, great. There's great lyrics, great performances. I mean, uh. Oh, I was playing this song for somebody, and they were like, "Oh, that sounds like holy shit!" Like, wait, go, go, in a, just go live in a ditch somewhere, please. Don't talk to me. Well, he also like I don't know what at what time it happened, and we talked about it a little bit on that podcast episode. But like at some point, he like leveled up to the type of artist that can like get the best people in the in the world, like the same people that worked on Bob Dylan's record, the same people working on the P- Perfume Genius record. Which, <laughs> Which is, is bizarre, like, crazy to me, but like that just shows you like how well done that album is. Yeah, yeah, hands down. I mean, honestly, like I gotta be like I'm just gonna be honest with you guys too. Like I've been kind of going down like a nostalgic rabbit hole of like of some stuff I like loved back like eight, eight, nine, ten years ago. Like I've been listening to a lot of like like older of Montreal stuff and like. Some crappy emo stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, like, listen to like a like I know, I know, I know. Like, like I'm not gonna act like super hip, but like 
Um, been listening to like that fir- first Circus of Live album, which I was like when I was like 15 or 16. I mean, Wait, it still kind of holds up, actually. Some Circus Survive? They were one of those bands yeah. that was like, I knew that people like your age, I guess, liked, but I was already way out of that scene to know. I don't even know what they sound like. Like, I don't even know. I have no They were quotes. like, like, so, I mean, so, like, they're from an Anthony Green. But of Montreal, I certainly know. I, I was down with of Montreal pretty oh. early on. Yeah, dude, like, I've been listening to, like, Sister Fauna, I Use a Destroyer. It's like, like, that album is still so amazing. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous, but, like, I forgot how great, like, like, the synths are and, like, the arrangement song. Just, like, Kevin Barnes is absolutely amazing. But, um, like, you know, only, like, LCD Sound System, um, Gearhoof, like, I forgot how good like a friend Maggie was. Have you um, listened to the uh, new Deerhoof record? They just put one out, and I haven't really listened dude, to they it. They got yet. like they got like some other singer like on their records now, and I can't stand it. Really? That's, yeah, like, that's a very I, odd decision for them. Like Matt or Nate, you guys know what I'm talking about, though. I th- I listened to the one song off the new record, and it sounded like the same crew as it always has. But I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, so I'm not sure. Let me let me pull it up real quick because like I know <clears throat> I was like I was like about to go to dinner like a couple weeks ago and I was like going through Spotify just like I was like oh my god they put out some new albums and I put this one on and I was like yo who is this this is not my jam like I don't know who's voice this is on this on this track but uh hmm. yeah it wasn't let's see here. but like um you remember that time you were leaving yeah, like, a deer, you remember that time you were leaving a deer hoof show at Hopscotch. And uh, the person you yes, were with kicked the cop. <laughs> yes, she's actually doing really well these days. I talked to her. Recently. That's good. Um, yeah, but uh, so um, I was gonna say. So, wait, what are you? What bands are you doing like right now? Dougie, what have we been listening to? Yeah, that that new Dougie pool. We were talking about it last week um, on the pod, but. There's this new new Dougie Pool record that I think me and Matt have been listening to a bunch. I would actually be curious to see what you think about it because it's such a uh, <laughs> on a sonic level because you're very honed in on that kind of thing and Enoch hates a certain thing about that and he's not normally into that kind of critiquing music. Like I hate the mix on this record is not something Enoch ever says, but this is the first time he yeah. does <laughs> say it. <laughs> That's funny. I got a feeling. Yo, wait, that I heard you guys comparing. Wait, say what? I said I, I think that the thing that Enoch hates is something that you would love, knowing having played music with you and heard a lot of your music. It's kind of like, I think it's more in your alley than than uh, Enix. Could you like send me a link, maybe, or like uh, yeah, yeah, I'll send, send me a track or something on YouTube, Spotify? That'd be great. Yo, real quick, boys. So I didn't realize that like the term bedroom pop music is like now just straight up like electronic like. Lo-fi beats, like kind of yeah, it's like a whole beats, genre now. I didn't realize that it's different from what it was back in two thousand four. Yeah, you, you mean like you mean when we were you mean back when we were in a bedroom pop man together? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like I was looking up like a YouTube bedroom pop, and like it's all like like slick, like like kind of like a, what's it? Um, like home shake. Like yep. that's like bedroom pop exactly. now. Like eight oh eight, like kind of like you know, like sexy eight oh eights and like you know, slippery bass lines and stuff. And I was like, damn, dude, all that's, like that's all that. Like, all that shit is fine, but it shouldn't be called. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's no, it's great. Yeah. I, I loved it. It's not very lo-fi. I think it used to have like a lo-fi kind of. It meant like music you can make in your bedroom, like with the yeah. implication that you have like limited 
like uh, resources. Like, yeah, you're like, stuck and in to bedroom. be fair, like to those people, I think most of those people are making that stuff with a microphone in Ableton. So I think that's like the yeah, music. exactly, exactly. Like that new like uh, Thomas like the new uh, album that or like EP that Thomas just released or is about to release. I guess callback. We just talked to him. We just talked to him a second ago. Literally callback, dude. It's so good, man. It's so good. Like I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. I think that I, he. I heard a couple different. We were talking about it earlier. I heard a couple different versions of that, and I think that um, he worked. He was able to work through a lot of his ideas because of quarantine, and it's one of those things that I don't think that he would have been able to do so fully without the time on his hands. Yeah, and he kind of took advantage yeah, of it. Isn't that makes it? It's sense. Versus just sit around and like rewatch Sopranos or something like that. Like he's he's he took the time and like set his shit up at his house and and uh, made some stuff. Yeah, um, like honestly, so it's like it, sh- it shows you that like there are like the upside of actually having the time to like sit de- sit still and like work on your craft. Like you just said, like rather than just like sitting around and like you know watching Frasier on repeat, like some people I know are doing. But, but like honestly, man, I heard that song and I was just really blown away, man. Like like the synth sounds, the arrangements, like I mean his vocal harmonies, man. Thomas can, great, Thomas is good at harmonies. Great. That's one thing I have found out about him. I don't know if it's like he was in like a choir or something at, when he was younger, but like he can like he's one of those dudes that kind of knows like you can be like uh, we needed like a third or like a fifth or something like that, and he'll like he can like do it. <laughs> it's kind he's really yeah, because he does like all those intervals. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And it really like it's funny like it, it's it's so funny like like so there's this thing on YouTube I just realized like recently like this comment like oh man like this is like I didn't know how bad I needed my life right now. And like when I heard that like that lead single or whatever like off the uh, off like Thomas's EP the title track like I was like wow I didn't know like this is scratching this itch that I didn't really know I had yeah and um but it's just I don't know man I'm I saw like well, like texting him I think it was like on his birthday I was like dude what the like thank you for like, just you, you cut out a little bit right there. Oh, but yeah, I was just like harassing him. I was like, man, this is great. This is great. You know how I get. I get all like <laughs> super excited and start blowing people's phones up. But, um, but yeah, um, man, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast like so much lately. I, like, man, I was telling Nathan this, like how much it's been helping me, like my, my like quarantine depression. A couple of people have reached out about that. And I, I think it's really rad. They're like, if nothing else, it just, this is their words. Like if not, like it's just nice to have like familiar voices coming throughout the house while you're like doing dishes or something because you haven't talked to anyone in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can I see mean, that. Like, like, so can I like can I speak on like, 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 kind of like where, like, can I just like share like the first time I like really like plugged into the podcast like, real quick like like sure. can I speak on that? Yeah. So like I've been, you know, I've been in treatment for like ten months now. And I'm on like it's like long term like rehab facility, and um, so it's like but it's also like half like a homeless shelter as well, and uh, I'm like up in the part of the program where like I work full time hours and like I get to like have these shifts like every couple of like weeks where I like overlook the shelter where the guys first come in the program and they like initially you sleep on a mat on the floor and you like work your way up and get a bed and everything, so I work like from like 10:30 to like 8 o'clock in the morning, like 10:30 at night to eight. So it's like a third shift and I saw like my podcast app, like I think it was like Instagram. I was going through Instagram one night and I saw like you guys like were just uploading multiple photos of like a new episode and they're like really funny memes, like Hulk Hogan <laughs> and 
my childhood photos. I'm like, what the hell? So, like, I clicked the link and like I ended up like listening to it and I was like, oh my god! And I just like sat there and like listened to like a bunch of episodes and it just felt. So it just reminded me of like going to like nice price and just like running into Nathan and like you and like Enoch and just hanging out for like three hours drinking coffee, just getting crazy talking about like Bob Dylan records and you know. You know, like like Enoch being like an and like he says like he doesn't believe that Neil Sporn is like a real thing. He doesn't work. Just like an <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember that, but I uh, I'm glad you oh, said that because oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a total <laughs> Enoch thing. Sporn truther. <laughs> he totally denies. Like he's like, dude, it's just BS, man. It doesn't do anything. It's just it just it just looks gooey. Like whatever, it doesn't do anything. Well. That's, but, that's um, funny. I'm glad no, you've been enjoying it. Um, we've got to we've got to go. I'll call you back later. But I also just wanted to say how I think proud we all are that you're like in that treatment and doing so well. And um, thank you so much. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, likewise, guys. Thank you so much for calling me. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah. Blessings. All right, guys. All right, later. All right, boys. Word. And while we were talking to Iggy. Parker called. Should we take him real quick, or is that crazy? Sure. Okay. I, I think it's better to have more. I think that you so can too. sift through than not, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of downtime too. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna call back Park, Parker and um, thanks to Iggy. That that was good. Good to hear from him. Glad that he's doing well. Um, for sure. Well, I've been in touch with him recently for the first time um, in a while because he was in that program and he's he's doing really great. And if anyone is struggling with that stuff, it's it's really hard. So I'm just glad that he's doing. Well, let's try Parker. This punk bitch. All the people we're not so proud of. <laughs> What's up? What's up? How's it going? It's going good. What's going on? Yo, Matt's here too. You're on the live Nice Price Podcast call out show. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of call-in shows. We're calling you, baby. <laughs> calling me out. I've been called out. <laughs> oh, no. What now? I don't know. That's that's what we're doing. It's a sort of a test run. All right. What's up? To gear, we're, we're gearing up for uh, grill, next week. Grill me we're and ha- thrill me. Bring it on. Oh, no. you got to grill us, baby. What are you up to? What are you grilling? Are you grilling? It's Sunday. It's sunny. It's a beautiful day. Not grilling. I ate, uh, ate some baked chicken. And some carrots. <laughs> terrible content. God. <laughs> Watching Alone on the History Channel all by myself, appropriately. You're watching what on the History Channel? Alone. I don't know what that it. is. Alone? Oh, it's great. I recommend it. It's a real survivor. They take 10 people, drop them off separately in uh, a remote wooded area you can bring 10 items and whoever stays out there the longest wins (laughs) okay and you i'm just remembering that you're you're like enoch and like alan a survivor freak that's also true yeah so this is sort of that's also true uh, that's also true. This is my holdover uh, little summer treat for myself until there's hopefully new Survivor one day. Well, I'm glad you got some. I'm glad you have some summer treats. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hot eats, cool treats. I've got it all. Well, what have you been up to besides uh, that very thrilling afternoon that you just laid out? Uh, well, I, I uh, learned how to drive a boat yesterday. My first outing on a a motorboat. Nice. What? Uh, and, no, hey, no, hey, hey, hey. Nope. Get your, I'm not get your making, mind out of the gutter. Get I'm not making the, the wedding gutter. crashers joke. I'm not making the joke. <laughs> I had actual questions. Uh, All right, what's that? Where, where, where was this, and where, or what kind of boat are we talking here? Uh, we're talking uh, traditional lake style power boats. Okay. I don't know anything about it. I just know how to drive it. My uh, with the coronavirus going on. That's more than I know. I don't know if you guys are. Uh, these things. I'm, I'm no expert. They just put me behind the wheel when they need somebody to get this thing from point A to point B. <laughs> well, I don't know if you two are news buffs, but with this virus going on, I'm my right. parents are. Uh, they're going crazy. They're losing their minds. They think they're going to die, and so they bought a boat. I think that there are two categories of older people. The ones that refuse to believe that it's real, and the ones that think they're going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they think it is real, real. <laughs> Which is the this better is version, in... honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the better version, and hey, hey that's the version where I get to uh, putz around in a motorboat. <laughs> this is in uh, Rocky Mountain area, like Eastern North Carolina. Yeah, we're talking Lake Gaston. If you're familiar oh. with your. Northeast I'm, North Carolina regional lakes. I've dipped my uh, dipped my ass in it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. It's just like you left it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Right. Not Hell much yeah. has changed on L- the lake. LG, LG, I call it LG. I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I've been well, walking alone. I've been well, uh, we, riding we, in a boat. We called up everybody else in Paradise Park for everybody, for listeners. Uh, Parker's in Paradise Motel Lounge with us, and we caught Daniel in Lowe's while he was waiting in line or talking or something. I never was clear on what he was there for. I guess we didn't. We kind of got sidetracked almost immediately. On the television, yeah. <laughs> answered, answered the phone in the grocery store. Or in the, no, in Lowe's the hardware, store. hardware, not Lowe's, Lowe's Foods. Hardware. Oh, hardware store. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense with him. I would be in the grocery store. He would be in the hardware store. And uh, we tried. We tried uh, BDC. No, no callback. We tried you. Missed. Missed the first time you called us back. Uh, yeah, I was uh, in the shower. Hmm. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Likely story. <laughs> took, took a while. That's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll just cut to the chase, I guess. Uh, do you have any um, things you've been listening to? Any 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 recommendations? Movie? Well, you said yeah, the, I feel you said like the Alone show. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? Well, I feel like uh, I've been listening to things that have I've already been talked about on. Uh, oh, you texted me about Dougie Pool today, that's which a, which right. we zinged on uh, Enoch on because it was one. Just one more person we could say, hey, this person likes this record, too. You're a freak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really feeling that, uh, Dougie Pool. That's like, that's hitting me. Dougie. That's hitting me like, that's like a 
80 mile an hour fastball right it's down so the good right it's perfect yeah i love it <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of elements that i'm really into and i've been uh the other thing i've been listening to a lot of is been really uh oh. digging into things that are not space ritual hawkwind albums huh so trying to trying to navigate that weird vast catalog sure. of uh ups and downs <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah, you, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry i missed it i missed that for a second uh, the band of hawkwind hawkwind we, that's the one that me yeah. and mino played a show with hawkwind at king's yeah well, yeah with nick turner with Nick Turner, yeah. Hawkwind. Nick Turner of Hawkwind. That's that the was, way he has to was, put yeah. it on on Bills. One of our uh, yeah. that was one of the, <laughs> one of the um, moments I'll never forget is when um, after the show, it was one of our improv shows that we would do. It was kind of like Kraut Rocky stuff, and we played a fairly long set. It was me, Mike, BDC, and Dave Mueller, and um, it went well. Was that Ego Killer? It was Ego Killer. Yeah, it went it went really well. Um, one of our better sets, I think. And then afterwards, one of the dudes in Nick Turner's band or like his tour manager or somebody, I can't remember exactly, was like, that was, he was like super into it and was like, oh, oh a label yeah. that would put something like that out. It would be so good. And then Mino <laughs> was like, well, we don't really have any songs. Like, that's just a, we just like kind of like, that's not like a thing that we don't really do releases. It's more like a live thing that we just, <laughs> and, and he was like, he was like, you could just do that. Mino was like, well, we do have another band called the Lollipops that's more of like a pop pop thing power oh, pop, they're like, gonna say the bed, dinwiddies be, bedroom pop thing this is pre-dinwiddies maybe and he was like he was like um he just looked at him thought for a second and goes wouldn't be into that and then walked away <laughs> i know uh tim uh tim yeah, from you're, Ru- telling, you're telling the word <laughs> go ahead no I was, you're t- oh, wait yeah. speaking of which hold on one second <laughs> wait what well, now we're merging in dinwiddie dinwiddie here hell what's up Oh, look oh, out! Oh my God, we got a party line. Hey, Mike, do you, do you got a second? We're, you're live on the Nice Price Pod. We're doing quarantine callouts. All right, are we going to talk about homegrown? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we got the time. We were just mostly just checking in. <laughs> and we got a. Uh, it's it's you're here with uh, me, Matt, Matt Phone, and uh, Clay Shields. What's up, people? How we doing? You, Mr. Me and Daddy you and Park. You and Parker both uh, refused our calls the first time, and now you're kind of reaching back out around the same time. So you've That's made right. it we together. We were taking that shower together. <laughs> oh, Hilarious. winky, winky. We, we, we just got back from a nice uh, family outing out in the dust storm. Is there a dust storm? I keep hearing about the oh, sandstorm. Yeah, storm. That's true. Hey, it's making my sinuses go wild, baby. Oh, yeah, and I think it's I worse. Feel horrible today, and I, I was worried west. I was getting corona. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that makes way more sense. I feel great. They're telling like, people to not go outside, and we got bored, so we we took the girls to Dairy Queen for the first time, and they ate ice cream cones for the first time ever, and their minds were blown. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, big day. Hell yeah. They battled the Saharan dust storm for their first ever ice cream cone. <laughs> it was a sandy cone, but it was better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> Here, children, eat well, these sandy cones. Well, while we do have you, what are your quick-ish thoughts on? So when they used growing? to call me in college. <laughs> what was that question? What What are your uh, quick-ish thoughts on homegrown? We don't have to place it into to the. Uh, the definitive list right now but uh just are, are you feeling it any off the dome I think, uh yeah i think it's a t- top 20 neil album 
<laughs> so it's it's in the first half <laughs> of the, the forty one. Of the now forty two. Trying, trying to place it. I, I I mean I love it. It's crazy that it took so well, long. Well to you love number forty one. Let's just remind the listeners of that. That's that's true. Um the original version of White Line, which ends up being on Ragged Glory, the best of the Neil Young albums, is uh, really good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that, that's. I, I noticed that too. I think that it's cool to hear that version. There's some good stuff on this, but I, I think uh, there's some goofy stuff on it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like all the best ones. We we were talking about it, and, and it makes total sense that he released tonight's the night instead. Could you imagine if he sat on tonight's the night for like 45 and years? And that came out life? like last Ooh. week, man. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that'd be a hot drop. Damn. <laughs> because we were also talking about that, like how things are perceived then versus now. It wouldn't have had nearly the same impact. Like I can't. Im- maybe it would have. Maybe it would. But also, there's a chance that it could be seen as like a studio outtakes album or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it might not have the same respect or following or, that it does. Yeah. yeah. Or given the context, I feel like it could have been, oh, this is like that album where he was really sad and drunk and fucked up, and that's why he never released it. And yep. it's like, oh, you can just hear how messed up he is. Yeah. Yeah. But, who knows? And, and it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I like Homegrown. I'm into it. I I think that. Um, I'm not not into it. It's just. Yeah. It's just interesting. I think, I think we're all on the same page on it. Yeah. Yeah. I am planning to put it in the rankings. For any listeners interested, we'll have you back. Stay, tu- yeah, we'll, we'll stay tuned to the to the Twitter page. <laughs> uh, so, what else are you guys talking about? What else is going on? We, we've mostly been doing a test run. We're doing a call in episode next week, where nice. you can where we're going to give the Zoom info and and people can come to us if they want to. Oh but hell yeah! We, re- we realized, uh, yeah, like a real radio show, you can call in. And then so is this going to be like an episode that's not released for another forty years? Is this no, this will be, uh, be out on Friday. Lost. Okay. To so, some version of this thing we've been doing for the past couple of hours will be released, but it was just we we realized we could call out via Zoom, so we're just kind of prank calling, for lack of a better word, our we're friends. Doing our, yeah, doing our trick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, just no. just checking in, see what they're up it's, to. It's basically turned turned into people that. Um, have already been on the pod or people that I'm in a band with. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, right, because that, cause you're calling them. You don't want to stretch your, like, it's I can't that, call, like, yeah. people I only kind right. of know that could be a guest scheduled. I don't want to just call them on like the phone that, and be like, you're on the pod. <laughs> yeah. You got to stick to your I feel buds. I like that Venn diagram one. has a big overlap. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than homegrown. Real big middle circle. Other than homegrown and... uh and all that is there anything notable you can like you'd say hey this is what i've been checking out over quarantine it can it cannot be music it can be tv it could be movies the five bloods uh, I, I, I watched the new spike lee movie and the new judd apatow movie recently like them both oh i've seen one of those two I've, things i've seen the spike lee movie i haven't seen the judd apatow movie is that the pete davidson one yep mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty much what you would expect. It's like too long, like every other Judd Apatow movie. But like Pete Davidson is is good in it, and it's I've like seen, a good mixed, uh, Staten I, Island set piece. I have mixed feelings on Pete Davidson. I kind of I'm locked in on how I feel about Judd Apatow. I like him just fine, but Pete <laughs> Davidson is the is the weird one for me there. Like I yeah. sometimes some things I see him in, I'm just like I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. You're annoying me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But then other yeah. things, also, like there, there's, there's he has that. a tiny, he, he, like every once in a while there'll be a thing where like, I don't know. This, this seemed, I, I want to see it, I guess is what I'm saying. Just to, Parker, just did to you see. see that Spike Lee movie? I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I've pulled it up to watch it a few times and I take a long, hard look at that running time and then I watch another episode of Alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a longer thing, yeah. Like two hours and forty minutes or something. Yep, I feel you. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's. I intend fully intend on watching it. I'm looking I forward to it. it. I think you. I think you would like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna watch it. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ooh, I think I know something y'all would both be into. I have gotten into a a very. For some reason, my when I log on to YouTube on my Roku, so I'm watching it like TV. A lot of things that keep coming up lately are old 120 minutes uh, clips oh. and that era That's of fun. stuff, which I think I've even texted a couple of you about. But I've come across a lot of old Ween videos through. Oh, that. they hosted it one time, I think. Yeah, and then like yeah, so and I know there there's one old like um, like. It seemed like it was hosted from a college, but it's like talk show format. Like the host is in the is in the crowd, but then Ween is on stage. But they've just signed to Electra, and oh, wow. uh, and and Parker. What album would that have been? Pure Guava. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> it seems pretty old. It's the the song they do. I can't. Uh, I wish I had it. I didn't, I didn't expect us to all be on the line at the same time here. But uh, a lot of old clips like that of the bands that I know y'all are both into. That, those are fun watches if you if you want to go down that YouTube I, rabbit hole. I'll check those out. I love watching shit like that. That has been a, a real quarantine pleasure is watching old things uploaded to YouTube. And especially like the yeah, 120 any, minutes stuff yeah, was like I was around for perfect. it, but we were very young. Like I know those are important, but I wasn't necessarily always watching well, I also didn't have MTV that late until like I yeah. was like 17. Like we didn't, we didn't have cable in my house. I had it all through growing up. Yeah, I was up. in the same boat as you, Nathan. Yes, yeah, so like I, I would. I would see it at yeah. friends' houses or something like that. Yeah. yeah, everyone should do themselves a favor and like all those old like Thurston Moore, Thurston Moore interviewing Beck, like on Beck's first like big appearance after Loser came out. Is a I've very actually funny seen. One. I've seen that one. Like it's Beck is acting so dumb in it, and Thurston's just trying to like. <laughs> it, he don't want to be. It's like he hates Thurston Moore. <laughs> I was yeah, like, well, was Sonic Youth lame here? Like, well, it's also like Thurston doesn't want to be there either. They clearly got him as the guest host for that yeah. show. So he's just trying to be like, yeah, yeah, I saw you play in this like backyard in L.A. one time. That was a fun show. And then Beck just takes his boot off and throws it. It's like he's like <laughs> Thurston's trying to carry the interview, but Beck's trying to be the weirdo character guy. <laughs> anyway, ween, old ween uh, vids and old pavement vids. That kind of shit has oh, been yeah. like really getting my, getting my rocks off over the past few weeks. That's good stuff. That's definitely uh, that's a real nice uh, internet wormhole to go down. <laughs> Especially that early, any early weird ween thing like that when they're a duo is always a strange time. Uh, especially something like that that's supposed to be a controlled environment like uh, an MTV thing or a talk show. The There's talk one, show one was um, especially wild because they're she's just trying to ask them the most generic questions possible, and they and they still are a duo. And and they got is the that thing the one. That, is that the one this. where they play Freedom of 76? Yes, it is. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that, that's a real good one. <laughs> <laughs> I know is that, that one. On, 
Is that on Jenny Jones or something? I feel like I've seen the performance, but maybe it's not the on interview. something that feels like that. It, it feels looks like, like that stadium style seating. But I think they yeah. say like we're here from so and so university. Oh, okay. Any hoozle. It's good. A hey, um another so. thing I've been dipping into lately is uh it just got reissued pretty recently, but that Prince One Night Alone, those three live albums that are from like Rainbow Children era two thousand one, two thousand two. There's one of them that's an after show and it has I've got it pulled up in front of me because it has an incredible uh has an incredible title. The title is One Night Alone, Ellipses, The After Show, Colon, It Ain't Over Parentheses, <laughs> Up Late with Prince and the NPG. That's a mouthful. <laughs> and that's the name of the album. Oh, and then live. <laughs> that rules. It's like a Fiona so it's Apple. A, it's like a album nine title. song uh it's on Spotify and all your uh, title and Apple Music or whatever streaming platforms, but oh, it's no. nine songs and it is it's the like shredding guitar funk jams. George Clinton comes out and sings at one point or you know does what he does at one point, <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so I, I recommend I'm, that. I'm hoping that we're just we're just starting to see the start of this because I've noticed that the Prince releases have started kind of ticking up and i we were talking this week about um they just announced the sign of the times reissues it's yeah, a 13 lp yeah. box set with the movie um on dvd which that movie is i've talked about it on the pod before but like it's my favorite live performance dvd movie thing of all time it's so fucking good and i i can't wait it's to so see good. the hear the extra versions of it and everything else it, it seems like something that might be very very good yeah, I mean, it's, I would take a living prince any day, but. Uh, yeah, for sure. All this crazy treasure is, like, amazing. I don't know, have you heard the uh, Purple Rain era live thing that they released recently? It's just, like, I, Prince and the Revolution live. I mean, there's honestly, so much, like, random stuff like that coming out. I haven't it, dipped it my toe totally into too much. It, it seems so, yeah, there's so much stuff coming out. I haven't, like, really sat down and, like, taken it all in yet. The only one that I've really listened to is the one where he did his, um, it was like the songs he had written for other people. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, too. It was really good. Yeah. Oh, it was like uh, uh, Nothing Compares to You and yes. Manning Monday. Yeah, I love that. I put that, that on at work all Originals the time. is what that's called. Originals. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it rules. Yeah, but that uh, Sign of the Times, I'm with you, Nathan. That's like, that's my favorite Prince album. And then that live show, which I think you were the first person who told me about it. When I saw it, I just saw it as like a random thing, and I was like, "This is like as good as like fucking Last Waltz or like, like Talking Heads. Like it's like, it's so good." Yeah, and Prince goes so hard in it, like Man, just like the wild. most insane like <laughs> dance moves, and splits, and like humping speakers. It, it, it's like everything you want. Should that be a homework? <laughs> so cool. We'll do it when it gets closer to the release, maybe. But we got to got to cover that for sure. I mean, it's it's like. It's really great, and it's also one of those things you hear about like later in life. One of the reasons he got hooked on that stuff that he overdosed on is because his knees were so fucked up from performances. And you watch that performance from the '80s yeah. where he's jumping off of like six foot platinum platform 
things with like drum risers and stuff onto his knees with like huge like high heels on and shit. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, shit. This couldn't have been good for him. Like it's like more taxing than like watching wrestling or something like that. It's just fucking crazy. The shit he's doing to his body. Yeah, he's doing like crazy yeah. gymnastics, gymnastics in high heels. It's it's wild. <laughs> and you know, all while like peeling off incredible guitar solos and then just you know singing some of the best like pop music ever written he carried yeah, a big great. load if anybody's if anybody hasn't seen it it'll be re-released reissued soon but i think that you can now watch that that concert on amazon or streaming somewhere um yeah it's out there i know it was on showtime if you have a showtime login it was on that for a long time i'm sure you can rent it on amazon just because it's, it's just more out there than it used to be. There was, yeah, there was a little while. The first time I saw it, I had to, like, find it. And I had to find – it was, like, hard to find because he had pulled it from everywhere for whatever reason. But now it's been it's been recirculated, so you can find it pretty easy. Well, y'all, thanks for yeah. uh, thanks for answering our calls. Yeah. And we will, uh, surprise. We yeah, that was fun. We will be hearing from you soon enough in different, different ways. You got to get on here for the homegrown. New Dinwiddie's My, record up. Oh, yeah. Plug that, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first new Dinwiddie is in a year, because it's been a year. Uh, some uh, the, the album is called Diddies and Witties, because that's all they are. There's some Diddies and there's some Witties. Gotcha. It's and, a good one. Uh, Bandcamp.com And Twitter.com slash The Dinwiddies for uh, the official homegrown ranking. Stay tuned. The new Dinwiddies is definitely a top 20 Dinwiddies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. All right. So long, fellas. Adios. All right. Who else we got? Who, who else can we do? Uh, Dylan. <clears throat> the store is we still haven't done. Or should we, should we try Allie and Spence since they dissed us on the pod and said so they didn't want to be guests? No, I thought they did want to be guests. They did. They, was... they didn't want to do a – yeah, they wanted to be a full-time oh, guest. Oh, right. We're, so we're going to force them to do one? <laughs> here, let's yeah, call Dylan. Let, well, let's call Dylan first because I already got his number right. up here. What's up, dudes? Yo, what's up, man? Not much, just chilling. Um, this is Nathan and Matt, and we're on the Nice Price Pod doing quarantine callouts. Stop your freak! <laughs> oh wow, what a what a what an honor! Wait, what are you up to? Uh, <laughs> we're we're testing out. We're doing call-ins next week, and we discovered that we could call out on Zoom, so we're. We're calling folks, and uh, who knows how good of an episode it's going to be. But, but <laughs> okay. here we are. Okay. Here we are. What a what a time to be alive, I gotta say. Uh, what are you up to? Oh, uh, nothing, man. I'm just uh, sitting here looking out the window. It's a beautiful God. afternoon. Looking on onto my tomatoes. Nice. Oh, you got a new garden going? Yeah, they're not doing too good. Yeah. When I say new, I mean since I last saw you, which was fucking four months ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm on a call where we're um, it's going to be a podcast at some point. I'm talking to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious, just answering right. some cues. 
<laughs> what? Mysterious. Um, talking to you know. someone. I mean, it could be the president. Oh Lord! I don't want to blow up his spot. What? Um, <laughs> what's new? What? 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 Um, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Give us some recs. Give us some uh, hot tips. I'm watching. I'm watching Love for like the fifth time on Netflix right now. Solid. I that one. I solid show. It. Really? I like it, all right. It's uh, Judd Apatow. Ever heard of him? <laughs> I liked it when um, I watched it for sure. I didn't like go back to revisit it multiple times. Well, hell, I mean, it gets sweeter with age. Like wine, baby. Like a fine wine. Well, one, of the reasons, um, one of the reasons we were calling you is because Enoch is in Asheville, and he called in earlier um, of the in the app and said that you accidentally dissed him pretty hard earlier at the store, where you asked ooh. him to throw on a uh, album that we were we had talked about some on the pod that Matt had recommended to you, and then almost immediately left. <laughs> is that a diss though? Well, it was like a like, funny I got, indirect. I got shit to do. No, it was it was a funny indirect thing because he I didn't tell you that Enoch doesn't like that album, and it was already no he already, said he didn't like it, but he was like what the he fuck dude just came he put on a record and then uh, as, as soon as I put it on he left so I'm sitting here stuck with it. <laughs> he, he was like he was like it's not it's not I'm not much for it and I was like he was like but I'll put it on and then he put it on and I, I told him goodbye and he he seemed okay but. I guess he's got a pepper in his ass. <laughs> There's something up there for sure. Did you like it? I haven't listened to it all yet. <laughs> all right. That's a, fair, that's a fair, honest answer. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Everyone, everyone seems to be okay with it except him, so that's become the joke more than anything, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a bit of a jokester himself, right? What? Um... I've been known to bend the truth, too. Ooh. He would disagree with because he says I dissed him, and that's not that's not quite a diss. I mean, I got a like I had my coffee, and I was ready to walk out the door as soon as I got into that. Did you buy anything? Yeah, I bought a couple things. What'd you get? What of it? Um, I'm actually staring at this. My purchases right now. I I don't see how anyone can confuse a Dylan interaction as confrontational. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got some bozos out there some sometimes, so. I picked up a record by Tracy, Ann, and Danny. I think it's some people from Camera Obscura. Mm. Pretty good. I don't know that. Um, and then I found like a Drag Sounds record. Pretty cool, too. Shout out. Mike Wallace. Big Bird. Call Mike. Michael. Yeah, call Michael. Uh, then I found a Damn Funk 45 which is pretty cool too, if you ask me. Wait, you can you can call out on Zoom. He figured out a, a, a hack. So what I, what I've done is I've called in on my phone, and then I just add yeah. people to that call. Oh, that's pretty cool. Damn, you guys are hacking the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, breaking break some news on the pod. Uh, Dylan's going to start playing with us in Jenny Bazette's exclusive. Ooh, baby. Oh, I didn't know we were going to go here, but... <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go there, but here we are. <laughs> I'm pretty Man, you know my favorite one? 
You know, my favorite drop is What's is that? Uh, that spicy meatball one. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. There it is. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't love that? Uh, oh man, who, who wouldn't? Um, I'm. I gotta tell you, I am kind of learning all your material, and I'm busy, and it's like very. It's not daunting, but it's like a lot of stuff. I mean, you guys have a lot of songs, so it's really f been fun listening to them again, but like kind of more in a different way about like more intent and more like trying to figure out all the different parts. And I don't know. It's just been really cool. And also digging the new stuff. So also yeah, got yeah. like... We just finished mixing the new record, so hopefully we'll have some... Two exclusives on this uh, ep. Yeah, true. Oh, shit. Oh, did I? Sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, oh no. That, some that, beans. You are one of them. That, I, Nathan did that. We're having some trouble. Um, mm. Not trouble, but I think that all of us are kind of borderline indifferent on <laughs> the sequencing. We can't quite decide what we like the best. And my suggestion was that Dylan could join the band, but he had to sequence the record. And no one else... <laughs> No one else agreed with me, so I don't know if that ever got passed along. He, I, I, I what? You had to sequence the new record to join the band <laughs> in a perfect <laughs> way possible, and and it would set, okay. in my in my head it was going to set you on like a national tre yeah, it was going to set you on like a national treasure like <clears throat> quest to find the perfect sequencing for the new Jenny record. Man, well, missed opportunity, I guess. John, and then John was like, "I didn't say any of that." <laughs> I would, I, I mean, I truly, truly, truly what I've, what I've been listening to and what I've, what I've heard and all the songs, people are going to go cuckoo bananas over this. You guys I, did amazing. Of it. I hope they do. Um, yeah. I will say you picked a pretty odd time to start a new version of the band. Well, <laughs> can't play my, shows anyway. In my head. Well, see, the thing is we just finished this record. I'm there was kidding. no way that the four of us could ever play all of these songs on the record. And it was also kind of, we're not playing any shows so we could learn, we could learn every single song plus write a whole nother record before we could play a show again, I think. So it seems kind of perfect in some ways. Thank, thanks for answering your phone. Can't say the same about some other people that we've tried. Oh man, you know what I've been trying to make? Well, I mean, truth be told, if it was probably just like a 919 rando, I wouldn't have picked it up, but I had Nathan's, uh, phone already programmed in which exactly. i didn't that, know either that's what i was saying earlier i was like i hate talking on the phone but if someone calls me that i never talked to on the phone i'm probably answering it just because i'm like i mean I, I, and like these these days i feel like like i want i want to talk i mean I, I mean hell i haven't seen really you guys well i saw you the other day matt just on a walkabout oh, yeah. but like i haven't saw me seen, on a walkabout <laughs> Yeah, said they like did a whole. It was like it was just kind of like a, a poor man's Forrest Gump. Uh, he was just he was like he said he was walking, and then what did you just feel like kept walking? I just kept walking. Yeah, this is I know That's this is a riveting all, story. That was, the, that was the decision process. I guess I'll just keep walking. <laughs> Feels nice. <out. laughs> did you did you did you make it to that grocery store that that you know? I went to Fresh Market. I, I walked to Cameron Village. Oh, name night. drop. I don't mean to brag or anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did get uh, the walk back was not as easy. I didn't buy too much because I knew that I was walking back and I was like, oh, shit, I've ended up in a grocery store 
and I've walked yeah. a, little, a little bit further than I was expecting to. But yeah, it was all right. Ah, I got to get a little, a bad little exercise one. in because I'm not doing much otherwise. So it was kind of nice. Hey, we got, um, maybe we could like try to work this out or something where we, uh, like somehow get all like spicy. You eat spicy food, right, Nathan? Yeah, I mean, I'm not so good like, at we it. Should... It fucks me up, and so it's embarrassing right. to eat it with people. But I do like it. Right. We, well, like, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to get some um, hot pepper action, and then I don't know, try to talk about something. Me and Dylan take it to the limit from time to time. I'd be down. Do some uh, some spicy food homework for the pod. There we go. Yeah, you got you. Well, yeah, you might have to build up some kind of tolerance. I don't know if you're at the Bernie's as off level yet. <laughs> I've got I've got all the uh, I've got all the not all of them I've got a lot of the hot ones hot sauces at my house and I'll yeah. fuck with them from time to time. Dylan, are you going to yeah. Nathan's house today? Yeah, I'll be there. Get, take it, take him for a spin. He's got a couple of like Mondo ones actually. That's true. I got the last dab. Should I bring it over? Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> bring that heat. I'll put it in some coffee. Coming some hot over coffee. for a, a outdoor hang. We're we're being responsible here, folks. I feel like it goes without cool. saying, but I guess knowing how stupid people are, it's. I guess it doesn't go without saying. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. To clarify, when we yeah, say we're heard. getting together, we're not really getting together. We're doing safe things. Yes. We're just talking here. Get off our ass. Yeah, we're not doing like three. We're not. We're not. We're not gonna go out and like three way kiss or anything. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I mean, I'm not leaving that off the table or anything, but you know. Hell yeah. Well, we're, what are you guys up to the rest of the day? Yeah. I'll see you again soon. Blessings. All right. God bless. Later. Let me get oh, hell yeah, before I go. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Bye, guys. Thanks for the call. Later. Dylan, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. And I guess Nathan will see you pretty soon. Take it, take it to the limit with some with some spicy some spicy jams. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we were just going to get together and talk about some uh, new new band stuff, but uh, I think you, you've already kicked it up a notch for the whole crew. <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here shortly, but we're gonna call out one more time to a legendary member of the Nice Prize Podcast Squad. We're going to try to get Allie B on the horn. We're going to call Allie B. We'll see if she answers. All these people are going to call me back throughout the day. <laughs> Forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Nine, one. RIP Allie B. Continued RIP. Still dead. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's, let's hear from... Uh, PSB. Let's, let's hear from from uh, PSB. Right. Yeah. Nice out here. Hell yeah, it is. I'll take two. Salt and lime. Yeah. Give me three. Best patty in round. Second that. Quarters for the pool table. Coming at you live. Local track. <laughs> yeah. Like
Thank you, Person Street Bar, as always, um, for the boatload of cash you keep uh, giving us. And we'll, <laughs> hey, we'll keep playing those ads, baby. Moving forward here, um, we're going to play you out with a Bill Fashion song off the record we talked about earlier. I want to thank everyone who uh, answered our calls. Yep. Bear, bear, thank you to the listener for bearing with us. This was a weird one. I don't know how it's going to come out. Uh, I'm sure we're just calling our buddies basically because we <laughs> just knew that they would be the ones who answered. <laughs> and um, some some future guests, some past guests, and uh, a real shout off to the people who didn't answer. <laughs> and um, I'm and just I, we got a confession to make. Uh, now that Enoch isn't here, he's the only one who makes us do this timer. Yeah, if it was up to us, listeners, we would just talk all night with you. But uh, Enoch puts us under these like strong confines of keep it one hour. You'll be fired Partially if you don't. Partially self-imposed because without the timer, then it's possible that Enoch just talks for you know four hours before we can get a word in. But um, but uh, but boy, it feels free to uh, it feels good to be able it's to. It's nice. It does feel good. Just be able to talk with y'all and really just share what's on our mind. Give y'all what you want, you know. <laughs> and uh, so with that said. Stay tuned, more importantly, stay tuned for what we are going to uh, tell you about the call-in episode. The Zoom info, your uh, the time, the date. It'll be this if you're listening to this on drop date, which is ideally Friday, it'll be two days from now. Yes. It'll be like a Sunday afternoon, evening kind of vibe. July 5th, I believe. But we'll be posting about it on Instagram. You will, you will hopefully have already seen us posting about it by then. Yes. And then... Give us a ring. We'll just be sitting around here for a few hours, waiting to see what happens. Excited to see and hear from you. Talk about you, whatever you've been listening to. Whatever you reading, want, really. Watching, anything. And until then, here's Bill Fashion. What's the name of the record? Postcard. Musical Postcards. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> Let me make sure. Postcard Music, excuse Postcard me. Postcard Music. By, uh, we call him Bill Fashion around here. Uh, have a great week. Mm-hmm.